Welcome to episode 309-ish of the show. I'm not sure exactly how many episodes we've done so far, although I remember that the last time I checked, I think maybe yesterday or so, I think it was at 308. So if my count is correct, this should be episode 309. Uh, yeah, I guess I should know how many episodes I've done because I should be able to see it on the back end. But for some reason, it's not something that is readily available on the Anchor app. Or maybe it's available, but I just haven't done any snooping around. And so I don't how, know how to get all the analytics that I need. So welcome to the show. And I guess at this point, I should be able to confidently boast that I am America. Sorry, not America. <laughs> anyway, I'm Nigeria's longest running business podcast. Uh that's my guest because I've put it as an open challenge over here on the show that if you guys know of any business podcast, Nigerian business podcast and dedicated business podcast that has been running longer than two years and that has more than 300 episodes, please let me know. Number one, because I'm curious. And then number two, because if there's any uh, juicy gems out there, I would love to share with you guys because I think uh, the rising tide raises all boats, as they say. And so if there's anything that is good out there that promotes um, how we can grow our businesses um, sustainably, um, ethically, and profitably, I'd like to share some of those materials with you guys. So if you guys know of any podcasts out there, Nigerian business podcasts going on longer than two years and more than 300 episodes, please let me know so that I can share. Until then, I will continue to boast that this is Nigeria's longest running business podcast. Now, from the last, uh, today I'd like us to look into something that is uh, kind of related to what we discussed the last time with uh, follow-through versus following up. And um, for those of us in the wedding and the event space, we're used to having really long conversations with our clients. And that's because in this line of business, um, it's it's not something that is over and done uh, very quickly. It's not like trying to sell a car. Because if you want to sell a car, typically somebody's going to show up, look at your car, and, you know, in another two or three weeks, they would have made a decision as to whether they are buying your car or not and moving on. But then when it comes to weddings, you know, the initial conversations uh, can take a while. Things can drag on for a couple of months, maybe uh, two or three months, before you know for sure whether you have made the cut or not. And one of the reasons why that is the case is precisely because for uh, weddings, people do quite a bit of planning. Um, It depends on where you are anyway. Uh, When you're new and starting out at the bottom of the market, uh, maybe like those 150k weddings, then yes, people can get in touch with you on Wednesday for a wedding that is uh, on a Saturday. But after you've been around the game for a bit and you've raised your prices a couple of times, you'll find that um, people with bigger budgets are trying to plan much more far out. So someone might get in touch with you in January for a wedding in April, March, September, you know, whatever. So conversations can stretch on for a long time. Now, with these conversations stretching out for a long time, there are a couple of people who wonder, um, how do we know if we're making progress or how do we know if we're just spinning the wheel I'm catching lots of good vibes from the bride and the groom. How do we know that we are making progress? And that goes to the root of what it is that I would like us to discuss today. And that is something that I've mentioned on the podcast before. And that is the difference between continuations and advancements. Now, you long-time listeners will remember that continuations and advancements, it's something that was a term that was coined by Neil Rackham in his book, Spin Selling. And it's a book that is really old in the 80s. So, you know, we're talking about a book that is um, 
40 uh, something years old, maybe close to 50 years. I have to confirm when it was written, whether 80s or uh, late 70s. So anyway, spin selling. Now it says the book is called Spin Selling after a uh, selling framework that um, Neil Rackham and his partners in the research firm that they, should I say they invented? Okay, let's say invented, even though it's not a technical thing. So a selling framework that they invented. And one of the hallmarks that they gave for um, figuring out how you know you are in a purposeful conversation is whether you are making advancements or if you're making continuations. Now, this is how um, my boy, Uncle Neil, this is the way he looked at it. Now, he said that if you leave a meeting or you're done with phone conversations or whatever the interaction is and all you have is just good vibes you guys haven't agreed to what the next step is then you guys are just merely continuing the relationship so it's you know hugs and kisses good phone calls good vibes everything is cool but you guys haven't really agreed to do anything so what you guys have is just continuations and continuations are bad because you don't have next clear steps then you just kind of keep carrying on the relationship and then things fall apart. That's what happens when, um, it has happened to a few of us out there. It's definitely happened to me a couple of times in the early days. And if it hasn't happened to you yet, well, I hope it doesn't. But if it does, this is one of the easy ways to recognize it. So you're talking with the bride and the groom. Assuming you're not in the wedding space, whatever business you're involved in, you're speaking with a potential client. Let's say you sell bags on Instagram. You guys have been chatting. And maybe you're even at the stage now where you talk about all oh, your children and homework and um, what else? Husband drama, you know, blah, blah, blah. All good vibes. But you guys really haven't decided to anything. You've just been chatting. And then maybe after a week, you now decide to ask her, you know, how far, whether she wants to buy the LV, um, LV bag. And then she says, oh, she eventually bought from someone. And then you're thinking like, ah, I've been chatting with this lady or I've been with this bride and groom, or I've been with this guy, and we've been chatting since, and I didn't get a sense that they were just going to go and buy from someone else, and they wouldn't um, buy from me. How does that happen? It happens precisely because you didn't take the initiative, lead the conversation, and you didn't try to plot any continuations. Now, what's a continuation? A continuation is when you guys leave the meeting, you leave the interaction, you leave the chat, you leave the visit, whatever it is. But you guys have agreed on something specific to do to continue the relationship further. So, you sell bags on Instagram. You're chatting with a woman. You will chat about husband drama. And let's say, um, during the conversation, uh, you shared a couple of LV bags. Um, so, if you finish the conversation by saying, uh, okay... Mrs. Ogedingbe, I know you're going to need some time to uh, think about it, you know, especially with all the uh, wahala that you guys have in the house. So um, how about I call you back by Thursday? I'm sure that's enough time. By then, I'm sure you would have made a decision. And if you said, yes, Thursday is fine. By then, I should have made a decision. Now, that's not a continuation. It is an advancement because you guys have now agreed explicitly or implicitly that the next time you talk, you are expecting a decision. Whether you get decision, the decision or not in the grand scheme of things is not really important. The important thing is just that you have to get into this habit of trying to schedule concrete next action steps. Although I must say, I'm not a fan of the think about it thing, but there are people, those of you out there who believe that 
uh, telling the client, why don't you take some time to think about it? It's something professional to do. So I'm not going to argue with you guys now. There'll be another podcast episode where I delve into the whole think about it thing and how you should handle that. But for now, let's just assume that think about it is a good strategy and that's what you want to do. Then that is how you would use it in this case. You need some time to think about it. How, how much time would you need? Oh, two days. No problem. So I'll call you back on Monday and by then, I'm sure you would have made a decision, okay? And the lady says, yes, and good. You know that you are making progress. But if she says no, then you now have an idea that maybe something in the process is not um, quite right. And you know that you haven't done a good job at qualifying. And qualifying is making sure that you know who this person is, um, what they want, if there's a need, if you guys are in sync when it comes to budgetary expectations, uh, things like that. And you know that you have to go back to the drawing board. And so this basically is how uh, you ought to conduct the conversations so that you don't just come up surprised because you guys have been catching good vibes. It looks like you're friends, but then they end up buying from someone else. That's because you have been having continuations, but you haven't been making any advancements. So the goal is always to make an advancement. For those of you who are long-term listeners of the show, you remember the earlier podcasts. I think from the first 10 or so, when I was talking about how to handle um, expos and bridal shows and things like that, you know, you meet people at the bridal show, you need to have a next clear step about what needs to be done. None of this let me think about it thing. So if they showed up there and they had like a preliminary view of your samples, the next step might be, how about I meet you at the office or you come over to the studio so that... Um, we uh, discuss some uh, uh, specific examples. If you made a, pro- uh, a proposal um, over there, the next step might be, um, hmm, I can't think of anything. I wouldn't recommend giving a proposal at a bridal show anyway, because it's noisy, it's rowdy, and I don't think those are the best conditions under which you can understand the value that they're looking for and try to distinguish yourself from other uh, vendors. But I guess if you did make a pitch, like you gave them a hard number that, okay, to plan your wedding is going to be 400K. So I guess if you've done that, then the uh, advancement, the advancement is going to be, um, you need some time to think about it. Let me call you back. By then you would have made a decision. Now, the important thing about advancements is that they help you to drive the sale forward and they also serve as traffic lights so that if you have any problems, you're going to find out sooner rather than later. So you don't end up in that situation where a couple of us have been where you guys are just catching vibes. You've been chatting for one month. Everything seems cool. You know about her whole family. Uh, you guys know about, um, okay, like the, the lady who sells bags on Instagram. You guys know your husband's names, your children's names, and maybe your kids even go to the same school. And you're building all this rapport only for you to ask, hey, how far? And then they say, oh, I bought it from someone else. So that's the way out of this uh, situation. So let's always be looking for ways of advancing the relationship instead of just uh, going on vibes and uh, continuing and um just making continuations. So if you'd like to learn some more about uh, these ideas, you can just search over on the interwebs, over on the internet. You can use the Google machine. Uh, Neil Rackham is the name. I believe Rackham is R-A-C-K-H-A-M, I think. And then, of course, Neil, the normal way, that's the E-I and um, L. You'll be able to find loads of stuff um, about his uh, methodology. That's a troublesome word. You find stuff about his uh, methodology. You find that over on the internet, uh, YouTube, you know, whatever. 
or you can just subscribe to this podcast because those are the kinds of things that we talk about on a daily basis. So um, just check your podcast catcher wherever you're listening to this now. Subscribe so that the next episode is going to be um, right here on the app when you um, open it up. And also don't forget to share. Um, There are lots of people who find the podcast and they think that the podcast is great and then they shout it out to uh, people in their network. So please do the same because there is a dearth of podcasts out there specifically related to business. And so whenever you find useful resources like this, please uh, share the love. And don't forget, if you find any other podcast that has been going for more than two years, any other Nigerian podcast going on more than two years and dedicated exclusively to business, please let me know so that uh, I can stop bragging that this is Nigeria's longest running business podcast. So thank you very much for listening to Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.